latest episode of the first focus podcast from clients first my name is ellen adams and i'm a client strategist here at our agency thanks for joining me for our second episode of our new series dedicated to helping businesses within financial services reach success through digital and content we'll be talking about the steps you'll need to consider along the way and sharing some of our own experiences So today we're going to be reflecting on our recent brand refresh and what we learned along the way. There were many discussions with the team. We dwelled over single words that we thought best described us, but thankfully we relaunched on time as planned at the end of March. Joining me to discuss are John Pittam, our client's first chairman. He's the man that founded our agency back in 2010 and has been the main figurehead in leading us to where we are today. I've also got with me our head of design, Adam Taylor, who's our true brand guardian. He creates brands, evolves them, and ensures all our clients and ourselves are on brand at all times. Welcome, John, and welcome back, Adam. Hello. Hi, Ellen. Great to be here. Thanks for inviting me. Me too. Yes. Great to be on uh, the second edition. Nice to have you back, Adam, and welcome, John. I did hear that Adam was on the first edition and I didn't get invited. So I'm here on the second. So we'll see, we'll see who's here next week, shall we? It's not a competition, John. <laughs> exactly, yeah. This could be my one and only invite to the uh, Client's First podcast, I think. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. It could be, it could be. Let's see if your answers are uh, insightful to our audience. Yeah. Let's kick off then and start by explaining what we mean by a brand refresh. How is that different from a full rebrand and, and I'll start with you first Adam. So a refresh it, it's, it's it's well it is just that really it's not kind of going back to the drawing board in terms of looking at the the brand proposition and the messaging and the tone of voice and, and everything that sits around that and you know the visual aspect of the brand in terms of imagery the logo um, and, and everything you know fonts everything that touches the brand it's not that it's basically taking what you've currently got it's just reassessing basically where we're at as a brand and are we still aligned with the target audience? Is our message still aligned? Do we look, you know, as good as we can do as our, as our brand look and feel aged over the, over the years, over the months? So yes, the refresh is more of a kind of um, a revamp rather than a full in-depth rebrand, if that makes sense. And do you agree with that, John? I, I do. I think I'd go a bit further to say, I guess, you know, th- this is actually about sharpening the saw, isn't it? In If anyone's ever read Stephen Covey's Seven Habits. And, and it's the, um, y- you know, anything like this, you should just revisit every three or four years, you, you know, because things date, the audience changes, the proposition changes, etc. And And brand fundamentally is about you know, the why, the fundamentals of the business, how it operates, what it does, how it goes about its business, etc. You know, it's really deep and, and and that will morph and change with time. So it's really important that every few years, every now and again, it's revisited just to understand whether 
it's still fit for purpose. It's still aligned. It still feels right. Because if you get the brand piece right and it's really tightly aligned, then actually it makes a lot of other areas of the business much easier to execute in terms of sales or marketing or service delivery, et cetera. So, yeah, I think it's it's sharpening the saw. It's, it's just revisiting some fundamentals that are probably in place for most businesses anyway and just making sure that it's up to date and relevant. Yeah, and we, and we talked about this last time, didn't we, in our last episode? We did. Not standing still. Exactly, yeah, we did, we did touch on it, and, it's, and it is about that kind of just refining, tweaking, slightly improving. I mean, I, I think I used the reference of, of the Coca-Cola logo, oddly, last time, and how that's, if you look over the past 30, 40 years, how that's just tweaked and refined, but fundamentally it is still the same looking feel. John's obviously gone a little bit deeper in terms of, of the, the overarching brand and, and how from a sales and marketing perspective and, a, and an inward perspective, you know, we touched on values last time. So, are, you know, are they all, all present and correct? Are they, are they as good as they can be? So it's just, it's just about not standing still and, uh, and evolving. Yeah. So how, how do we relate this back to ourselves then? Because we've just um, undertaken a brand refresh. So what were the trigger points or the reason behind that? I guess probably easier for me to answer that one in that, you know, Clients First has been around for, for 11 years and it's grown as an agency. And like most businesses, you, you know, it develops, it morphs, it, it enters into new markets and deals with new customers, etc. And I think what we found is that we were starting to almost become a little bit complex in terms of who we were serving and what we were doing, particularly in relation to digital. Um, you know, we were doing far more work with HubSpot. And actually, our core sort of market, which was financial services marketing, professional services marketing, we kind of moved away from to some extent in terms of messaging. But actually, you, you know, we do some great stuff in, the, in that area and that sector. So I think it was really important that we recognized that and said, OK, we needed to do something about it. Now, the reality is that doing something was the creation of a new agency, which, you know, some of others may, may have heard of called Carmen Digital, which is a, a digital agency doing digital transformation. And as part of that, there were clients that would move across into that agency and that agency would serve that digital piece as it, as it grew. And what it meant was actually we had an opportunity to refocus clients first back into its core, its bread and butter, what it does really well, which is the financial services marketing piece, marrying up digital and content. And that really was the catalyst for, OK, we need to refresh the brand. We need to make sure we're relevant. We need to understand why we're doing uh, what we're doing, who we're doing it for, et cetera, and do that brand refresh piece on the back of this new agency launch and refocus of clients first. So so that is why we got to the point and, and went through this exercise. So it's more to do with our messaging and making sure that it was relevant to our financial services target audience then. Yeah, yeah, completely. I think that, you, you know, and I think as, as someone who's part of the leadership, I guess, to, to some extent of clients first, is that, you know, if you look back a year, I, I think if you are historically our core market in financial service and you came to our website you know you wouldn't necessarily understand what we do for you and and you know what our what our proposition was and that really was why we needed to look at this closely completely understand that and i think if some people go to our website now they might not notice very much difference in the way that we look or feel but i suppose that was kind of a little bit of that has been evolved with this the exercise that we undertook yeah 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 a, a little bit of it but like like john said it was more it was more about the, the, the messaging and, and what we're saying how we're saying it and who we're talking to yeah the, the core look and feel of the brand has been tweaked has been refined as part of this wider piece but it's predominantly about the messaging at this point 
just to just to kind of really focus, go back to our roots and really focus on who we're talking to. And for other companies that may be wanting to undertake a refresh, then what are some other factors that may trigger that for themselves? Interesting. It could be a whole host of things. It could be the fact that the the brand is just looking a bit tired, that the website isn't as up, you know, up to scratch um, in terms of how it's functioning. It's not creating as many leads or whatever the purpose of the website is. If it's just a brochure website, it might just look a bit drab. It might just not look as on point as it could. The messaging, as you know, with clients first, our messaging wasn't on point. So that was one of our indicators. And yeah, it's, you know, to kind of take a step back from the day to day and just really think about what it is we're doing, why we're doing it, who we're doing it for. As John mentioned at the start, it really, it does need to happen every few years or so just to make sure that you're kind of going down the right road rather than just being a bit kind of blase about where you're going, you know, and, and continuing on without without kind of thinking about it. So, so yes, that's... Uh, that would be my that would be my take on it. I'm sure John will go a little bit deeper again. <laughs> well, no, John's always got something to say, Adam. That, that's the problem. Whether it's deeper or not is, is up for the audience to decide. It probably isn't. Not a problem. But anyway, uh, I, yeah, I, I mean, all on point, Adam, and I, I agree with everything you've said. I think for me, I think it goes back to you know what role does the brand play, you know, and that really starts to identify what the indicators are that you might need to refresh. You, you know, the brand plays a role in internally understanding what the business is about so you know actually if you've got new starters coming in and they don't quite understand what the business is about or who its target audience is that might be an indicator that there's a need to do a piece of work around the brand you know if you feel that the business doesn't articulate its message to its audience you know as you mentioned there adam you know the brand plays a role in that so that could be the indicator you know does it look relevant so so it's it's internal external the brand has a really broad role in ensuring a business is consistent and relevant and the culture is aligned and and is understood both internally and externally so i think there's a whole host of things that you might see you, you know creating red flags in the business that might be might be quite uh i i guess quite tactical in terms of the issue but fundamentally you might look a bit deeper and go actually there's something more here and that might be the, the sort of identify the need to look fundamentally around the brand and doing a piece of work around this because if you get that brand piece right everything will hang off it and 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 actually you know it'll tick far more boxes in terms of understanding internally and externally what the, what the business is all about mm. and how it goes about what it does yeah I, th- I think what we're seeing here across both of these sessions is that a brand is extremely has loads of layers to it so um yeah, it's important to focus on on it and it be an integral part of the strategy. Yeah. Reflecting back then on, we have found that we need to now realign our brand into our, our target audience. How did we get started? What what was the first thing that we did? I, I mean, from a from a tactical perspective, you know, what is the process? Then you know that initial starting point is 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 discovery, and, and discovery is is broad as it is in any. I guess any engagement with any client in probably across multiple sectors is really understanding the problem, um, identifying uh, the issues, what the opportunities are, et cetera. But in relation to brand, often that is, you know, 
who, who do we serve? Who, who are we? How do we operate? What's our tone of voice? How do we like to talk to people? How do we like to operate? And, and that's different in every business. You know, you might be in the same sector, you know, trying to appeal to the same audience, but there'll be some idiosyncrasies that, that will set companies apart. And that discovery stage, if you like, those questioning questions internally in terms of talking to colleagues and groups, et cetera, but also externally talking to clients and stakeholders and suppliers, et cetera, in terms of how we're seen in the outside world. Um, you know, that's really important. That's discovery. And, and that's the starting point for any uh, any brand work. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Um, I feel not an easy one to follow that, Adam, is it? No, it's not. No, because, <laughs> yeah, <ditto>, basically. Uh, <laughs> um, I mean, we spoke about this in the last <laughs> session, Alan, in, in terms of how we, uh, you know, the brand and, and kind of how you how we, we approach any kind of brand piece. Um, and it is it's discovery because you can't just you can't just kind of jump into the deep end and think yeah we know what we're doing and there, there there's your your logo which is the what a lot of people think is just the brand it's not it's that deeper dive into the business into the individuals into the culture into the values into everything that kind of has made that business and how we kind of elevate that and make the you know kind of tease out the usp of, of why business x over business y if that makes sense so yeah discovery full stop i completely get that i was involved in the discovery uh, with yourselves and uh, lots of questions 100 percent question and challenge everything yeah and, and i'll add to that and just make the audience aware you know we used an external consultant to help us with this you, you know we're we're an agency that develops brand but actually i think it was really important for us to use an external consultant because it's just an objective view we, we could do it ourselves of course we could but i i think we would miss some things because we're so involved in the business, you know, and, and actually for us using, I think the external consultant made the difference between, you know, a good outcome and a great outcome. So I, I think that was really important to us. Yeah. Just, just stepping outside of the everyday life clients first, wasn't it? And to see the bigger picture. Exactly. Yeah. It sometimes can be difficult to see the, uh, the wood for the trees as it were. So yeah, it's a, uh, when you're in it in something, it, it it can be often difficult. So yeah, the, the the consultant did add that layer of subjectivity and of just well, they challenged us at the end of the day. So yeah, there was a much much better outcome. So what were the main challenges we faced then during this refresh? I'll, I'll come to you, Adam. Main challenges, I think, as we uh, you know, John mentioned that we were kind of what prompted the what the, the kind of. The, the need for the refresh is we were developing another agency. Um, and I think that kind of made us think, well, okay, well, actually, who, what are clients first? And it was this, this challenging um, behavior that we needed to kind of adopt to say, okay, well, where, where's the clear differentiation? We don't want these, these agencies to kind of morph or to blend into one. Uh, that's not the idea of it. We've got two very clear propositions. So the challenges there were actually to kind of challenge ourselves rather than the agency. It was challenging where, we wanted to go with it and how we were going to do it um so it was it was it was re it was an interesting process because not only were we doing it for one agency we were doing it for two as well so it was it was kind of almost putting you know agency hat on for what to for clients first for example um and then trying to overcome that so that i would say that was the biggest side of it to kind of yeah to kind of almost challenge yourself to get out what we would want to tease out of of the, of the of the refresh yeah and John would you agree with that I think you probably played a different role so yeah I, I mean from my perspective I, I think challenging is quite an interesting term because for me 
I had to challenge myself to actually get out the way a bit. So, you know, as is my typical style, I've got a view and, and, and you know, um, and I guess every leader in a business will have, um, you, you know, but the size of business we are now, you know, 20 people, we, we need to, I need to understand that the culture is, is across the business and, and I need to make sure that, that that is, you know, the views are heard rather than just what I think it is. Um, because actually I'm not around all the time and involved on a day-to-day and having interactions with clients, et cetera. So, so for me, although I would arguably say that brand kind of is across the business, but, but leaders of a business have a real influence over that, that brand in terms of culture, I think for me, actually just stepping aside and letting other people develop the the brand you, you know provide input develop the discovery stage and, and and contribute to this process was really important and um yeah quite difficult for me to keep quiet sometimes but i think it, it was it was really important that i did that and i think we got a good outcome um off the back of it <laughs> i think to add to that to what john was just saying i think to just to add to that you I don't think... need to add to it adam well I, i've I, i've i've said i speak too much no i think <laughs> well you, you prompted you yeah but that's a good thing because you prompted something in my head that i'd actually forgotten about and that was time that was actually time to dedicate to the the, the refresh you know we found it, it it was a challenge to actually you know we're, we're a busy agency we're working with multiple clients on multiple different projects um on partnerships and on, on projects itself but it's it was difficult to actually lock people down to actually spend some good time on developing the brand and, and, and the assets you know and actually doing the do as it were so that was a, a another challenge throughout really yeah and i think that's a really important point for, for people listening is that you know this sort of exercise is not something that's covered off in a couple of weeks and a few meetings. You know, when we're talking about things like this, it's forcing the thinking. That's the difficult piece. It's very easy to sort of spend a couple of hours and come up some, with some words around the brand and the culture and the tone of voice or whatever. But actually, the, the better outcomes are those that develop over time, that are challenged really hard, that, you know, that, that thinking is at a level that really pushes the outcomes to a better place and you can't do that without time and and that is reflection reflection time as well as sort of active discussion and discovery time so for me yeah i think that um one of the challenges you're absolutely right adam is finding the time to do it you know cobbler shoes um but but for me the message of you have to give this process time um is really important yeah and i think that reflection time is equally as important as discovery time and um creation time isn't it because I remember in our collaborative meetings that we continued to evolve and develop messages because we didn't quite feel that they were right after a couple of weeks gone by and it was that it was that challenging each other you know we wouldn't have got a better out uh, sorry we wouldn't have got such a good outcome if for example John hadn't have challenged me on on many different things um, and we've got a better outcome because of it. And that challenging aspect of it is is imperative to getting that 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 successful outcome, really. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it's it's good. Yeah, I agree. Were there any surprises then during our our process that's cropped up, or anything that you thought, oh, I didn't quite think we were going to progress in that way, or anything that came up during our process? I think from my my perspective. Um, and I guess it's it's not a great answer uh, for the audience, but but no, I, I actually thought that 
um, you know, the outcomes we got are kind of where I thought they would be, not in terms of the, the definitions and, you, you know, the words we use, but in terms of the process we went to and the outcome, the overarching brand position and strategy and messaging, et cetera, is kind of where I'd like to be, which is a real positive, I think, for me, because most business leaders probably understand their businesses pretty well. Um, I guess if there was any surprise was was actually how consistent we were when we started to build out that brand pyramid. And there's lots of different models for brand ecosystems and, and all the rest of it. We used a brand pyramid. Um, but actually just the commonality across everybody in terms of, you know, our attributes, our values, the benefits we provide the client, et cetera, the brand personality, um, I think. And, and that. I guess made life a little bit easier, but equally a little bit harder um, because we had to challenge ourselves to make sure they were right and how do we interpret them properly from a visual and messaging perspective. But yeah, so so no major surprises um, at all. Um, if anything, slightly surprised at, at how the outcome was aligned to where I thought it would be. It, which is, is all very positive, really, because when you think about it, when we go back to the start of the conversation, we were speaking about discovery and the importance of discovery and and, and to kind of coincide with that, process you know we we have a, a robust process to actually evolve refresh develop brands and and how we how we approach it how we challenge how we you know how we kind of work collaboratively to do that so I guess you know the, the, the kind of way that we work with clients we were kind of doing it on ourselves so we were our own client for want of a better way of putting it um, and it kind of proves that actually what we do and how we do it is successful so it's, it's nice to hear john say that there was a, a very positive message within there <laughs> yeah yeah just I, I guess just listen to you there adam I, I guess if there was anyone surprised i think i was surprised personally although probably shouldn't have been just how engaged everyone was with this and and how much they wanted to be part of it and how much they contributed to it um you know um obviously some people played more of a part than others but actually overall i think you know, I, I, I'm pretty, you know, I'm, I'm pretty logical in the way that I think through things and I'm not necessarily creative and all the rest of it. But um, I actually think that the the input from people um, was slightly surprising just how much contribution they made across the team. Yeah. And just thinking about the people then. So what would your recommendation be for companies that are considering a refresh to that be to involve members of the team from all levels? The whole team what would what are your thoughts on that it's got to depend on the size of the organization you, you know if you're three thousand people it's going to be very difficult to engage everyone in 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 a piece of brand work having said that you know communication is really important for smaller organizations for smes etc you know our our audience i guess where we do a lot of our brand work you, you know they might be 10 people they might be 30 40 people um you know those sorts of organizations can involve everybody and i do think that's really important i think that a opportunity is missed if an organization undertakes a piece of brand work and then there's a launch event and that's the first time some people hear of it or, or feel like they haven't been involved you know if we if if an organization really wants to get everyone on board listen to everyone's views create the brand which is the sum of the people and the organization as a whole then that that early engagement in the process the the allowing input and contribution is really really important across all aspects of the business you know brand isn't just about sales and marketing it isn't about how you present your business to the outside world it, it's much more than that and therefore you need to involve as many people as possible communication is is essential in the process 
yeah, I, I do agree. And I'll use an example of a, of a client that we are currently still working with. We started their brand, well, it was full rebrand uh, last year. And at the start of the process, I, because they're a big organization, I, I put together a, a video. So it was my mug on a, on a video, basically describing what we're going to be doing, why we're doing it, who I am. I'm kind of, you know, I'm, I'm, I'll be I'll be here throughout the process. If anybody's got any questions, any challenging, any challenges for me, then you know, do get in touch. That was at the start of the process. So we've now gone through the whole process, and there's been various communication touch points throughout. Um, we're imminently going to be launching the brand, and I'm going to do another video to say, you know, almost wow, what a journey that was. Look at where we're at now. These are the next steps. Um, so yeah, communication, bringing the team on the journey is is massively important. Otherwise, you, you, you just won't get buy-in. I completely agree with that. So we've spoken about the importance of discovery phases, the creation phase, reflection time, communications. Reflecting back on our journey during that process, is there anything that you would change now? And you can't say you need more time. <laughs> tough question yeah we need more time not to answer the question but need more time to <laughs> well I, I I mean my view but then it's it's very typical I think for for me is um I would have liked to have done quicker but then equally you know it needs time doesn't it so um yeah yeah <laughs> the, th- the thing is though John we could have we probably could have trimmed time off we probably we probably could have but likewise we could still be doing it now you know, and there's a, there's a there's a very very fine line in 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 actually launching the brand, and that doesn't mean to say that now that the brand's launched or relaunched, as I say, that we can't continue and we won't continue to to, to evolve it because we will. You know, it, again, going back to the point of a brand never stands still; it's always evolving. We will continue to do it. Um, it's just having that kind of clear goal in mind and, and drawing that line in the sand to say, right, we're now live. Okay, what do we do next? You know, what? How how do we improve it? What? How do we challenge the brand? How do we challenge ourselves? How do we move forward? Yeah, I, th- I think in terms of what we could do better, I I do think that there's one thing we could have done better, and I know I can be quite critical of of you know myself, I guess, and and uh, and what we do at times, but um, I actually think we could have communicated externally better. I, I I think we probably didn't pay that as much attention as we could or should have done with existing clients or, or prospects or, and the external audience. You know, we did it, don't get me wrong, but but I think actually um, we, we could have taken an external audience on a journey more than we did, but we were really focused on getting it right internally, which is which is really important. Yeah, that's a, I think that's a really good point. And I think the essence of time and we need to be thinking about all factors, not just the brand and communications, to our actual clients and target audience, I think is a key focus for us. In terms of, you know, we wanted to be launched quicker or deciding on when to launch and when to stop actually, you know, creating another version of the the headline message or what would your advice be to anyone, you know, undergoing a rebrand as to when's the cutoff point to say, right, all of these things that we've spoken about, let's move those into a phase two and nice to have. What What's your advice in that area? Because I think sometimes that final 10% of the rebrand launching is the really time consuming time. And it's when to just say, let's just go, go live with it. Mm. 
where where is the line in the sand it's it's, <laughs> it's the million dollar question really i guess alan so when we did launch the brand we we had this we basically we had to work backwards so we knew how long it was going to take to develop the website or, or redevelop the website should i say so it's, we almost had to kind of work backwards to say right what needs to be done you know and it was kind of like a gantt chart approach really to say right this is how long it's going to take so therefore this is when the launch date is John obviously then challenged us to say, well, actually, we need to bring that forward. So what can we trim off? So those bits that we trimmed off, um, we did still try to get done as part of it. You know, we were kind of like really kind of busy kind of trying to get everything done. Um, but those bits will be the bits that naturally fall into the, uh, for want of a better way of putting it, the phase two or the continuous improvement stage of, of, of actually refining and making better. So, yeah, it's... And, <laughs> It's a very tough question because, you know, if we were to so say for the development team, for example, if we were to say to um, our development team, right, we want to do X, Y and Z to the website, they will always come back and kind of almost over egg the pudding. But it's internal challenging of, of, of one another to actually make that happen quicker. Not, not by quicker, I don't mean to kind of um, reduce the impact or quality of what we deliver, but I mean in terms of just how quick we get done things done because it you know it, it could have just gone on and on and on and on and it is about taking a collaborative approach and drawing that line in the sun so kind of waffled on a little bit there alan but there's no real kind of um once you're in it you know where you are in it in that process if that makes sense maybe to follow your gut instinct a little bit a bit yeah we, you know we've obviously got the skill in-house of, of various different individuals and, and project managers and individual skill sets that all kind of come together to, to create that alignment and then understand that actually where we can achieve x within y space if that makes sense i think from my perspective i think I think it's much easier to to find those endpoints and put those sort of um, delivery dates in because for me you, you know often it's I mean for, for this case for, for ourselves we were launching a, a new agency and we had a date to launch that other agency so we had to have clients first ready for, for that point you know for me it also tied in with a new financial year for us so you, you know from a business owner perspective that that just made things tidy and that's what I wanted to do um, I think also for a lot of clients where they're going through this process, there is an event of some kind, uh, whether it's a product launch or whether it's a new proposition or whether it's a client event or, you know, something that they aim towards because that becomes the focal point. So I think it's really important to have a line in the sand. I think it's really important to have a date because these things do drift. You know, they need time and to evolve, etc. Um, I think one of the biggest challenges is giving yourself enough time. Um, we obviously understand how long things take. You know, we're in it every day. Um, and therefore, I think the dates we put in place were realistic. I think off the top of my head, I think we only went past the deadline by a week. Is that right? Um, I think so. Yeah, maybe, yeah. yeah, I think so. But it was it was past the deadline, yeah? <laughs> it, well, it was done, yeah. Yeah, I would say it was past the deadline because of the other agency launch yeah. delayed. Yeah, us. I think you're probably right. I think you're probably right. Yeah, <laughs> we'll take that one, Ellen. We'll take that one. We'll take that, yeah. Okay, um, we've discussed a lot in this session. I think the last question for you both before we go is what advice would you give to businesses that are maybe looking to reinvigorate their brand? If you could one piece of advice, I'll come to you, John. Um, for me, leadership buy-in. Um, you know, we've done this work with 
um, you know, a large number of firms over the years. And sometimes that is led by a head of marketing, a marketing manager, someone on the board who who kind of gets this stuff. But the owner of the business, for whatever reason, doesn't really see value in it. And 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 if that's the case, you're not going to get a great outcome. Um, you'll get a good outcome, but really the buy-in of the leadership team to the process and the outcomes this provides is really important. If that isn't there to do this properly in terms of brand values and attributes and brand essence and all that deep stuff, I would arguably say you might as well just go and create a new identity and a new logo and, and a new you know color scheme or imagery or whatever, because because you're not going to get the value, the real value, the deep value that comes with everything else, unless the leadership team and the owners of the business are bought into it. Yeah, I guess to add to, it is adding to that really, but just to bang this this drum on on discovery, you know, you can't just go straight into creating the brand. You've got to you've got to go deeper. You've got to understand the business and the individuals within the business and why it is you do what you do. You know, we as an agency have to discover that in order to deliver a fantastic outcome for clients. Um, and likewise, it's a journey for the clients as well. You know, we'll unpick things from their their clients, from from internally from their teams, and we'll bring them bring them to light. And you know, it's it, it's just that that importance of of bringing out that information um, and 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 you know just discussing it and challenging it to actually create a much better outcome. And it's it is quite. It's really interesting, actually, when we do take clients on that journey, how enlightened they feel at the end of it. You know, we've been on a whole journey. It's not just, oh, you've delivered this for us, you've delivered a new website for us, or you've delivered a new looking logo and color palette, et cetera, for us. It's actually you've gone a bit deeper, and we do get, you know, quite highly, um, com- uh, we get commented on it to say, yeah, it was a, it was a fantastic um, journey that you took us on. So, yeah, discovery is imperative. I, I think just to add in there, though, I... I- you know, there is a time and a place for just creating an identity, a logo, color scheme, and that might be budget orientated. You know, it might be small business, startup, etc. You know, and and therefore, you know, let's not underestimate looking good. You know, if if that all, if that's the only resource available. But actually, if you're looking to grow, if you have looking to have depth of capability across the organisation, then the deeper brand piece will provide far more value. Um, over and above from a from a resourcing and ri perspective than just you know doing a core identity um, refresh but there is a place for the latter yeah i agree with that i think um having a discovery session make sure that there's meaning behind and reason behind why we're doing something and again involving leadership absolutely key to any brand success to bring those along the journey with us um thank you so much both of you for for your time today to to discuss our brand refresh hope you enjoyed our chat well i I could chat all day about this ellen that's the problem isn't it there'll be there'll be (laughs) listeners out there just you know we've helped them i've I've helped them get to sleep i wouldn't say you guys have but anyway that's uh yeah no pleasure ellen i've enjoyed it thank you yes thank you alan always a pleasure i look forward to episode three that i'll hopefully be part of maybe john's part of as well but i'll be back episode 37 or something will i is that how it works (laughs) possibly possibly (laughs) we will see never say never john never say never yeah of course you're always welcome back so our thanks again to uh, john and adam for their contribution to our new podcast first focus 
If you enjoyed this podcast, keep an eye out for future episodes coming out bi-weekly. Thanks for listening once again, and we look forward to you tuning in next time.